cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, friend Lindy Q, the good things guy. Again, I'm still learning this desk, so if there was a moment of silence there, um, we can just say, I'm busy learning the desk, yo. That's how we roll. So um, it's Tuesday. We get to hang out with you in studio, bring you all of the good news, all of the things that uh, you should be excited about, uh, chatting about. It's good news personified. Uh, the week kicked off with the second season of Fees Must Fall, which is an important conversation that our government have not picked up on at all in the last year, which may see an uprising again a little bit later this year. Uh, the SAB has all, have also done something with Cloudy. He, he's in or he's out or he's inside or he's on top. I'm not entirely sure where he stands. Um, but uh, it's, it's relevant and it's on our news at the moment. But that's not the only things that have been happening in South Africa. And um, that's what we're here to chat about, right? Our Paralympians bagged 14 medals at the Paralympics. Really our heroes. Seven of them being gold, uh, which is just absolutely uh, phenomenal. They arrived back this morning in South Africa to a huge hero's welcome. Um, Tswane, Johannesburg, and Port Elizabeth Mayors are kicking ass and taking names, giving us big hope for South Africa and, and the future of our leadership in this country, which is super exciting. We've, uh, they've even caused that one mayor from Emhaleni to trade in the idea of getting a really expensive SUV for something a little bit closer to a Chico. <laughs> it's pretty much how that rolled. We stood together against a hateful pastor, which, um, which the country came together and, and, and denied him entrance. And uh, we're standing together again to bring down the price of data. So good stuff happening in South Africa. We're going to get into that, chat about all of it. This is Cliff Central's very own happy hour. The weekly show aims to bring a smile to your dial and just a little bit of good news that you can get involved in. It gives you something better that you can chat about when you're at the dinner table or when you're around the water cooler at work. So there's no kakia, no bad news. It's just good things. I've got Kerry sitting next to me, the good things girl, when we figure out how to switch on her as well. Am I there? Good morning. Welcome to the good stuff. How are you doing? Am I on even? I've switched you on. Yay! I I know how to rock this desk out, yo. I know what's going on in the desk over there. Wiki, wiki. So, uh, (laughs) Kerry and I will do our regular catch up, um, getting into our top five good things uh, that you need to hear about and and sort of what have been trending on social media. We also get to chat to Virginia Funderlinder, who's from the D. Luminance Foundation. So, we'll hear a little bit about what they're doing. And Desiree from the Nelson, she was Nelson Mandela's stylist, yo. She's in the producer's lounge over there, and she's going to tell us uh, a little bit about her stories and the good stuff that she's That's doing. That's so exciting. If you want to hear all about these good things and really tune in, you can uh, follow us on www.cliffcentral.com. You can tweet us if you want to get involved with the conversation at BrentLindaQ or at CliffCentral.com or our official WeChat accounts, or you can give us a call on 861 This is the good stuff on Cliff Central, and we're excited to be here. How was your week? It was good. Week, weekend, you mean? Same thing, no, yes? Well, Tuesday to Tuesday, I suppose it's a weekend. It's a week. How's the week been? It's been good. It's been so busy. I don't know what's going on. I suppose it's the season. It It, is the season for busy. It's the season. It is the season. Yeah. I mean, if we look at it, right, so... Last week, we brought you the top five good news stories, and one of them was about the country getting involved, standing up against this gay hater. Yes. I think I called him a gay pastor. 
when I was doing the I intro. I don't think. Well, you know what, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the country really just stood together. Um, the government got on board and they denied him and all his disciples, uh, the people that follow him. They've denied him entry into South Africa you as well as what, the UK. Actually. As well as the UK. Really? They weren't allowed to land in London. Oh, shame. Shame. They did make it to Botswana, though. Did they? Some of them. I heard there was a little bit of a... A ruckus yesterday. Yes. Uh, he's been... Uh, 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 what do you call it? A charge of assault has been laid against the pastor. You know what? Even even his church people, the people he was coming to see over here, disagreed with what he yeah, was doing. Yeah. They were like, no, 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 you're not welcome. Don't don't come to South Africa. So it's really cool. And then this week, we're all standing up for uh, Data Must Fall. It started on Touch Central, our sister station, yes. uh, where we play music. And um, <laughs> it is. That, that's Music Central, and this is Talk Central. So it started on over there. Gareth and the team are actually at Parliament right now, speaking about hashtag Data Must Fall. And the fact that Data inside – is it Data or Data? Well, data. I mean, we call it data. Overseas, it's data. Okay, so data data is too expensive. Data, data, potato, potato. Potato, potato. It's too expensive in South Africa. It really is. When I went overseas recently, I um, as I landed in, in the UK, I paid 10 pounds, which is what? 250 bucks? Yeah. For unlimited, wife, um, unlimited data, yes. unlimited calls, and unlimited texts. You know what? It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a privilege, really. Well, it's if it's cheaper in other parts of the world. Why is it not here? Correct, and that's the question that is on and everybody's mind. With all due respect, we do pay a poo load for cellular communication fees, and and and, yeah, and we've got so many providers. You would think that uh, they'd give us a little bit of leeway. And considering, I mean, there's education via data. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if they were to open that, it would open. Our education, it would open our, it would open everything. It would open the doors to everything. Agreed. And, and that's the thing, right? Is that they can do it. And there's, I think the positive side here is that we have incredible South Africans who really have the following. Yes. They influencers yeah. that are, are creating this change. They're like, come on, guys. And that's amazing. We're let's, standing together again. Yeah, let's stand together <laughs> against big corporate bullies. Yeah. Not cool, exactly, guys. That is exactly it. Not cool. Mm -hmm. So let's hope that that does create some sort of conversation that can create some sort of change. Um, yeah, the Paralympics. Yay! I'm a little bit upset with our, our big media guys who weren't really, mm, you know. Ball. So, I, I mean, 14 medals. That's huge. I saw some of the photos and it's just inspirational. We got to speak to uh, one of the trainers last week on the show and they're going to be coming in um, just as I'm soon as they settle down so that show. we can sit down and chat to them about how amazing it was at the Paralympics and what they sort of did. And I think it changes the, the face of, of, the, of sport really in South Africa. Every, every, well, it does, right? Yes. So it makes you realize that there are these incredible heroes that are doing phenomenal things. Ned Bank started that campaign yes. that if you put hashtag mm. Team SA Rise, they would send you almost play, players' cards. Remember mm. like baseball yes. cards that we used to collect? Yeah. And, and they would send you cards so you could get to know our Paralympians. Which is so important. We only, we only really focus on them every four years, yes. which is sad. Is Which sad. is sad. So I'd like to say, Kev, from now on, um, let's look for, for stories about these oaks that I are just doing amazing idea. things. So it's a very, very good let's idea. do it. Let's mm. do it. I'm excited for that. Um, one of the things that I posted yesterday, and it's also got to do with like South Africa, 
and it's not really data, but the world is changing at a rapid pace. A rapid pace. It's ever-changing. It's ever-changing. The way we consume media has evolved. And it is the way of the future. It's the way of the future. Yeah. So if you think of like um, DSTV and their satellite package, mm-hmm. if you are on the premium one, they've got like something called Catch Up. Yeah. Which has got, I mean, it's got a couple of good series on there, mm-hmm. uh, which you can sort of watch on demand, yeah. which is what it's all about. But I'm afraid to say this, even though I'm proudly South African, it's still South African to get Hulu. So there we go. <laughs> it is. No, I know. Because <laughs> it's, it's legally available in South Africa. Mm. You don't have to do like any jimmies on your whatever. You just Jimmy pay, jimmies. you pay exactly. your subscription yeah. fee, you log on and you have the world of TV at your finger, mm-hmm. fingertips. And for me, TV is my downtime. TV is my, it's my go to a different place. We are literally veg on the couch, switch off. off, And I I love watching series. I love following really. Your brain is very busy. Hey? Your brain is very busy all the time. Well, that's the thing. Well, everybody's is. Yeah. Even yours. Well, even me. Even me. Even me. Even me, but I don't really watch TV. Okay, so I do. And, and I'm flipping excited because I, I, I listed about 15 new series that are starting this week. This week in the global TV community is the biggest TV week of the year. That's why I probably don't watch TV. I'm scared. That you get sucked get, into yeah, the know, black hole. Like, that's exactly it. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, I need to watch it till the end. Well, all the, of them. This is the thing, right? And it's, it's so exciting. They've, um, they've launched all of these. I'm, I'm going to quickly run through them. I used to do this with Jason Greer when he came on the show. We need to bring him back so we can just talk a bit of tech and TV. <laughs> yeah. Just bring him back for like one show. So um, what, what is the day today? September the 20th. September the 20th today. And you won't find this on any South African television stations or satellite services. Mm. It's it's online. And that's where people live, right? We consume media differently. So today, what gets released? Gotham Season 3, one of my favorites. Lucifer Season 2, very cool. It got banned in South Africa and they had to change the times because mm. Everybody was like, ah, it's all about Satan. Well, no, it is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's it's not real. Um, so Lucifer season two, The Good Place is a season premiere, which I'm so excited for. Um, it's about a girl who dies and she goes to like heaven, which is yeah. the good place. Yeah. But when she gets to heaven, um, they... She like, she like gets admitted and she's like, okay, this is amazing. It's so cool. And then she meets her soulmate because your soulmate is ever with mm-hmm. you. And she says to her soulmate, um, they got my names mixed up. I'm not supposed to be here. So it's really funny. It's like a really <laughs> funny situation, which I think is quite cool. Then tomorrow, September the 21st, we've got Marvel Agents of Shield season four, which is starting. Super excited for that. I'm a big sort of superhero fan. Um, New Girl season six, which mm-hmm. is, she's so funny. That's Zoe Girl. She's amazing. Scream Queen season two, which is Ryan Murphy. He brought us American Horror Story, which started last week. I've already watched that. Very exciting. Of course you have. Of course I have. Then there's a new series um, that's starting called This Is Us. And it's basically like the parenthoods or the the, the, the dramification yeah. of series. And uh, it follows, it's about 10 people that all celebrate their birthday on exactly the same day. And they, they were all born the same day. So it's their 36th year. And it just tells their stories from it's their perspective. Birthday. Pretty much. Everybody's cake day. Everybody's cake day. So it's called This Is Us and it's a dramification. I'm excited about that. Uh, September the 22nd, which is in two days time, Thursday, we've got uh, Designated Survivor, which is a, pretty cool. Modern Family, the season eight premiere. Um, Speechless, which looks amazing. It's about this um, 
differently abled kid yes. who's in a wheelchair and he yes. can't talk. Mm. And his family is a little bit messed up. They're kind of shamelessly like. And um, they, they move a lot and, and, and. And he finds almost a nurse by accident who's able to help him talk. So it's it's super cool. I think it's going to be a cool series. September the 23rd, which takes us to Friday, is How to Get Away with Murder, season three. Notorious, uh, which is a new series about the producers in a newsroom, which looks mm. pretty cool. Pitch, which is about the first woman baseball player ever. I think it's going to be cool. And the last one that we have is a little bit scary. It's called The Exorcist. They brought the movie into a series. It all starts on Friday. That's this week on Hulu, okay. Brew. Now tell me. How many hours of TV do you watch a day? So I wake up every morning at like 5 a.m. Yes. And between 5 and 7.30, yeah. I watch like three episodes of things and I work at the same time. Yes. So I don't physically sit down and watch. Yeah. I don't – we've changed, right? And we speak about evolution. I sit with my phone doing something. So it's Your got laptop, something going on there. Yes. My laptop that I'm busy working and then the TV as background noise. Okay. But I've done that all my life. Even when I was studying, I always had the TV on in the background. It's, it's almost comforting. And – and I might not That's get. That's very interesting. I might not get the whole of whatever's going on, but when there's important parts, I look up and then I'm like, concentrate, figure out what's going on, or I rewind because we can do that now as yes, well on we TV. We can, we can. So I just, I, the reason I brought that up today is because it's flipping cool. If you're into TV, if you're into series, really if you're into awesome. good things, those things are coming to a platform where you can pay seven dollars a month. And those are 50, 15 series that are, and it's out of like a hundred that are launching on Hulu. So Hulu didn't pay me to talk about that. I just love the platform. Okay, well, my cousin put a whole lot of stuff on a, on a hard drive for me about uh, seven years ago and um, I'm only watching those now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The, the final thing that I want to talk about in our sort of catch up session is something that happened over the weekend that I posted about this morning, mm. which has gone viral and it's for all the right reasons. Um, it's called Ubuntu at Work. South African man vows to get kids off the street after they helped him out of a car accident. The gent's name is Xavier, and he's going to be on our show. Um, I've already spoken to him. So a, a lot of people send me content, mm. a lot of people. Yeah. Some people will post, like um, add me to a post or add my name to a post or sort of add it to my timeline. Some people email things through to me. Some people send full articles. Just last week, I had a huge problem, which um, it was incredibly embarrassing. Uh, someone sent me an article in email form as if it was their own. It's, uh, you know, I've got people that send me stuff, and I posted it as Good Things Guy, and it went out, and um, it was a, it was a plagiarized copy of a sports writer, Kevin, who was in Rio. He's actually oh, a oh my hat. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. And, um, I've, I've probably like, what are you doing? No, it was incredibly embarrassing. I've been to dinners with him. We've been to sports awards together. And I must tell you that in a couple of years from now, maybe in a couple of months from now, I'll, I'll always remember September the 13th because he tweeted me to say, dude, not cool, whatever. Yeah. And then I texted him because I didn't want to phone him because he was in Rio. And I'll remember that day for the rest of my life. First of all, no more just posting stuff that gets sent to me. So that's that's out the window. I have to be a little bit more. Um, well, I'm not a journalist, right? Yeah. So I'm learning as I go. Good yeah. Things Guy has been alive for a year. I've had a radio show for two years. Every day is a learning curve. And um, September the 13th, I'm going to do a talk about it, actually, because um, he's made me realize that I do have to have journalistic qualities and try to be Try have integrity, which yes. is something that I've never saw. I, I just used to take people's stuff and post it because I thought I'm trying to share good news. But actually, 
I need to be authentic. I need to be true. Mm. And it needs to be, it needs to have all of those things. So yeah. I'm on a mission now. You need and to be you. Kevin, I need to thank you because you've made me flip and see the light, Brew. It's so important. Um, I've had people take my articles before and, and make them their own. It's cuck, man. No, it's not cool. <laughs> so it's not cool. And, and I'm sorry that it, it went like that. Um, but I'm into integrity, authenticity, truthfulness. And this story is all of those things. Jen uh, Sue tagged me in a post this morning. Um, I got hold of Xavier to chat to him. He didn't get back, but I just took all of the stuff and I sort of researched it and, and got to the gist of it. He was in a car accident over the weekend. Mm. A drunk driver skipped a robot, hit him in the passenger side. Car flipped. Ooh. Life or death situation. Like he thought he was dying. Upside down. Didn't know what that was going on. Super scary. The car in the other, the, the driver in the other car ran away, left him there, pretty much. And four kids who had seen the accident early hours of the morning, homeless. Oh, my hair is standing up. Homeless. Went up to his BMW X5 and pushed the car back onto its <gasps> axis. And, and all Xavier could remember is during this whole process is the kids going, We've got to do it. Like we, we've got to get him back on the thing. We're not giving up. We're almost there. And they pushed him so that he was back on his wheels. Can I tell you something? Can I just tell you something quickly? Just to go for it. This? I've been on a lot of accident scenes and it's actually usually the opposite. They take whatever they can out of the car and they run. And yeah, exactly. The person there to die. Exactly. So this is just a good story about how they I'm helped actually, him. I'm blown away. I'm but it gets better. Right gets better. So um, they they pushed him back on his side. They helped him. He exchanged numbers. He got to know them in the time that he was waiting for the paramedics to arrive. And and when he got home that night, he sat down and he thought about all of these things and his life and and what had just happened. And he has vowed to get these four kids off the street. He's using every single every single opportunity, every single person he's, he's using his social media platforms and, and he's decided to sponsor them himself with food um, every week, which he's going to drop off. He's already gone this week and, and anything that anybody can help with. Where are these guys? Uh, Johannesburg. So in town, yeah. So I've put the, I've put the post up on good things, guys. It's on my Twitter. It's on my Facebook. Go and read the story. It's also got a link to get hold of Xavier. Um, if you guys want to assist in any way, here's good news. Here's Ubuntu. Here's humanness. Here's flipping cool stuff happening right under our noses where South Africans are coming together again. So important. Um, I don't know what to say. Now I've left you speechless. No, I've left you wow. speechless. Okay, but that's good stuff. And, and then that news broke this morning. Jen Sue tagged me in a post. If you want to share good news, it's that easy. Send it to me. Um, I'm going to do a bit of research, <laughs> but, uh, but we will, we will post stories because I think it's so important it to be so sharing important. these good stories coming out of South Africa. Uh, every week, Kerry gets the tedious, horrible task of no, searching. It it's not so difficult. So she goes through all of the stories that are posted and everything that's spoken about. And um, puts it up online. Uh, they were all up online. She she digs through them uh, to find the good news and um, and report back on what were the top five out of one million because there's that many good things <laughs> happening in South Africa. She reports on the top five that have been happening. So, okay, what do we have at number five? Uh, the rise of Grace van der Waal and her incredible performances. Now, I went a little bit crazy and I have been going crazy over the last little while because I saw her on America's Got Talent. This little 12 year old that came out with her ukulele. And when I, when I heard that she was writing her own music 
And she came out and she said, um, it's an original. She was so cute and she captured the hearts of everyone around the world. And she she is. So she is incredibly, is, incredibly talented. Only 12 years old. Her music is beautiful and so mature. If you yeah. listen to the words of her songs that she has written herself and she plays them on her little ukulele that she's only had since she was 11. And then she went on to win America's Got Talent. She won. One million. Finished one myself. million dollars. Because when she went through, they gave her the gold buzzer. Yeah. Which means she didn't have to compete in all like the in all of, them. In all of the semifinals and the quarterly yes. finals and the final final. So she she literally got into the finals, yeah, basically, and um, she performed three or four songs in that time, and she won a million dollars. She's gone on to do a little recording thing. Uh, she does Las Vegas. I'm sure she's going to get a recording contract As uh, if she hasn't already. If she hasn't already, plus, um, I mean, the article that you're talking about, which we're going to repost now, is. Uh, we found a YouTube channel with all of her previous performances. Yes. She was doing stuff. Way before. Way before. When she was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just cool things. Um, we, we, I'm going to repost that right now, actually, on my Twitter. So if you go to Brent Lindicue, uh we're going to post that up right now. And I just now. love Grace. I love her. That's why she had to be. And that's why I called it Talent Tuesday. I called my stories Talent Tuesday. She did. So when she sent me the email and she being Kerry, uh, she <laughs> said to me, it's Talent Tuesday, yo. We're going to be talking about all the talents in South Africa. <laughs> I'm going to play you a clip of Grace when we're done with the top five. I'm yeah. going to keep you in suspense. Yay. So number four. Sorry. Hi, Kerry. What do we have a number four? Number four. Designing a better future. Advice from a South African entrepreneur. The best advice, Guguleto entrepreneur, Tuleke, uh, how do you say that? Tuleka. Tuleka Duke can give anyone starting up is if you don't have a business that you can sell, then you don't have a business at all. And um, look at these bags and shoes and everything that she's designed. And then obviously there's a... Um, uh, she's co-owner of ATG Kasi Handbags and Clothing, which is based in the Pan-African Market in Cape Town's trendy Long Street. And um, she's just got a big international order as well. Yeah. So she's going to be sending her stuff overseas. Just, just, just. I um, What I love about it is that she's in Tropinier. And if you read the full story, we don't want to give it all away. So we're going to post that online as well. But if you read the full story, it actually speaks about how she battled. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs, all of them battle, but they don't speak about it. You don't no, hear it. No, they don't. You don't hear someone getting up and to. being like, man, I battled so hard. You think it that was... they went from zero to hero in 0.5 seconds, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. it's not, it's not like that. It doesn't all. work that way. Mm-mm. Um, we're going to post that story as well so that you can see it. What do we have at number three? Mm-hmm. Well, this one as well. Actually, someone posted, uh, Kim, Kim Williams asked us the other day how, uh, um, how this was going. So remember a couple of weeks ago, about a month or two ago, we uh, posted, well, you did. You posted a story of... Um, Blikies. Yes. That's who you're thinking of. <laughs> At a Cape Town train station. At, okay, so Derek. That, w- that was in Derek Blikies and it was in... Um, April that yes, that happened. Yeah. But here, here's the interesting thing about this story, right? Yeah. And and this is the research sort of thing going on here, if, if we want to look at it that way. So <clears throat> about a week ago, 
he started well he wasn't trending so this video was being sent all around the interwebs yes. and it was from Donna Oaks who she's she's also just a cool chick that was on the side of the train station waiting for her train and she heard him sing this is the second time this has happened yeah. so this video started trending and media picked up on it and they were all going oh my god um busker caught a train mm-hmm. station 5 million views no same busker caught a train station he was found in april yes he was found again Two weeks ago, yeah. by Donna, yeah. her thing is at over five million, million views. views. I know, I saw that. Five point two million it views. Is insane. And then, a couple of days after she posts her story, he lands up on South Africa's Got, Got Talent, Talent, and he gets the golden buzzer. Yay! It is. So, I mean, it's beautiful. You have to go and watch it. It really, really is. And he's he's gone from from that, just that singing at a at a station to. I think he's known worldwide. Well, no, he 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 would be so million views. So I'm going to play you a snippet quickly, just so you can hear this guy's voice because he's so talented. Have a listen. So so she just found him. Then he gets shy and he doesn't want to. And she goes, "Continue." Now listen. How talented. Wait for it, here it comes. Chorus. Derek Plyke, South African from Cape Town, 23 years old. Rocky. No jokes. The producers are all busy clapping hands. They're like, what? That's crazy, man. Super beautiful. Talent, talent, it. talent, talent. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm going to post that up onto Brent Lindicu's Twitter. Hopefully, uh, Cliff Central will retweet me so you can pick up on... Yeah, they're going to retweet me. I'm going to post that up right now so you can see the full uh, song. It's flipping beautiful. hot. It's beautiful. Talent in South Africa. Really? Cheapest man, and he's got the golden buzzer, so he's like our Grace Van der Waal, <laughs> our very own Grace Van der Waal. I've just posted it. What do we have at number two? South Africa's youngest drummer, a global viral sensation at just 10 years old. Again, so, but what? Yes, after watching the drummer at his local church, Sitle Mateko was inspired to try drumming using buckets, barrels, and tools from his own backyard. The result was something no one expected. So this little 10-year-old boy took junk. It's junk from his backyard. After he, after going to church, yes, after going to church, and he's put it together like his own little drum set. Go have a look at the videos. It's also been shared, I think, three and a half million. Yeah, it doesn't show it there, but it's like three and a half million times yes. that that's been shared as well. And just how he plays this homemade drum set is incredible. Okay, but there's more to the story, yes. right? Yes, and then and, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so um, uh, he was bought a drum set. To the value of 3,500 rand. By his uncle. Yes. His uncle was like, no, I I see talent and potential and we're going to help you. So he's got a drum kit now. This kid's going places. It's global. It is incredible. People are sharing his stuff globally. And he taught himself. Man. This little boy hasn't been given training. He's 10 years old. Again, just super talented. I hope he's on America's Got Talent too. I'm going to post that story. What do we have at number one? Number one, 70 million rand allocated to bicycle lanes in Santon diverted to Alexandra to assist with basic services. Now this 
is like this is this is my heart right there. Yeah. Okay, so seventy million rand, which is what was allocated for bicycle lanes. Now, how many people actually ride bicycles? I do. Okay, no, 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 no. No, but I'm going to give you my opinion. So that's okay. why I'm saying I do. If if you could see me right now, my hands in the air because that's yes. how I roll. So do I, you ride a bicycle to work sometimes. Okay. So I ride bicycles. I got a road bike and I got an off-road bike. I'm going to put my hand on that. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? I, I would never have even cared about bicycle lanes in Sanson. I'm privileged. I have a vehicle. I have bicycles, which I can choose to ride sometimes. Um, the majority, I don't ride bicycles for, for transport's sake. So it's yes. not like I get on my bicycle. I'm like, I'm going to get to work right now. I don't and need. ride from Danefern to Sanson. I don't need a bicycle lane, man. Yes. If there's someone in our country who is suffering in any flippant way, if they don't have basic levels of service, if there's not those basic human things that we are, there basic is, there is rights. enough for everybody. Flushing and we, a toilet. We all need to realize that, that there is enough for everybody. And if we have incredible leadership like what we are currently getting, all of a sudden these businessmen that come in and treat this like a business, mm-hmm. if they're able to take resources and funding and allocate them to the correct people and the correct places we can only be better for it south africa will be a better place we're already on our way there and that's the honest to god truth care it's it's taking that money and putting it to good use for just basic human rights this is huge and it's a step in the right direction and it's been i mean this is they've been talking about this for the last 25 years and it's actually happening now so people are going to have running water Toilets, first of all, not only a flashing toilet, but a toilet. And I can, I can promise you, for free and for nothing, when we get the basics right, when every South African has got the basic, the right to education, we get the education right, um, running water, electricity, housing, um, it'll, it'll all come together. And then we can yeah. worry about bicycle lanes, because then everybody will be like, hey, hold on, actually, we, we do have everything that we sort of settled with the basics and I've got an education, so I'm able to get a job now. I'm able to employ someone else. It's a waterfall effect. And this is a, this is the beginning of a brand new future. Are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. Are you hopeful? Huge. Are you hashtag proudly <laughs> South African? It makes me very excited. It really, really does. And look, we've got a number six that I didn't even look at. No, no, no. That was the song that I was going to play, but I'm not going to play that anymore because we're playing Grace. We're, we're playing Grace <laughs> van der Waal because she's so amazing. I love Grace. Uh, <laughs> I just need to get it to the and right points so of the. Cute. I need to get it to the right points. She's point. so cute and humble. Okay, wait. So here we go. This is Grace Van der Waal at her original audition singing You Don't Know My Name. The stage is yours. Good luck. It's our number one story, number five story. We'll post that. Don't play. 
Man, she is so flipping inspirational. Oh, I didn't have you on again. Love, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's just really, really just a cool story. She's 12 years old, and I think she's going to do great things. They've called her the next Taylor Swift. We're going to be hearing lots from her. Um, It's very exciting stuff. It's on Twitter if you want to get that story. So every week we get to interview incredible South Africans with just phenomenal stories. Um, and this week is no different. So a, a friend of mine who I've worked with on various campaigns, we did, uh, the, the South African campaign during Mandela, I call it Mandela month because it's not really Mandela day. Do a lot of stuff during Mandela month. Mm. And, and Pierre put me in touch with Desiree. And, um, I'm quite excited because I think she's got a remarkable story to tell. She was Nelson Mandela's stylist and you had an incredibly intimate relationship with him. Incredibly privileged I am. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome to the good stuff. Thank you so much and good morning, South Africa. Good morning, South Africa. It's great to have you here. Um, I can't even imagine, you know, in, in my mind, Nelson Mandela is so iconic and I never got the opportunity to ever speak to him interview him, um, be near him. I, d- I didn't even get invited to a dinner where he was sort of there. I think I just wasn't in the media at that stage. And and if people ask me now, um, if there was one person, you know, you get that question. If there was one person you could sit and have dinner with and have a chat to, I think he's my choice. Aww. You know, I just, for me, I still get tears in my eyes. I still pinch myself because it doesn't, it feels like a dream, a dream that just is, is not ending. And, um, I'm just an incredibly fortunate young lady to have been a part of his life. How, how long were you a stylist and, and by him? What, what, well, that? it all started uh, back in 1994. In fact, he wore a shirt, a shirt that I took to a synagogue in, in Seapoint in Cape Town the famous three shirt. days before his inauguration. And he happened to wear it to the dress rehearsal to the opening of our very first parliament. And that's where the story began. So it really began right at the beginning of, of the formation of our new country. And, and maybe, I mean, he had a, he had a very vast history and a long story, but he really stepped into the light when he became president. Mm. And that's when, when his story was being shared with everybody. So you were a part of it from the start, which is incredible. Yeah, look, I wasn't a part of his history, as you said, you know, his youth and his growing up. And I was also a child then. But I think the world really got to know Nelson Mandela when he stepped into the limelight as our president and, and took us forward into this new era. And um, I think the country was so incredibly blessed and fortunate to have a man of that stature to pull us all together and, you know, bring on this new era of, of freedom and, and unification and, uh, you know, again, it's like, I always ask myself, like, Desiree, how did you actually land up being in the middle of all of this? Mm-hmm. What is the, how did you? What is the answer there? I can only think it's some incredible work feat of, of God above. It was meant to be. Because it was never for me about shirts. It was never about dressing him. It was about a dream of maybe seeing him or meeting him one day. That was my, my aim in life. It became my aim in life. I used to breathe it, eat it, dream it, sleep it. And I used to tell my close friends and family about it. And I think everyone thought I was a little bit, you know, short of the mark there. And it was a bit of a, a crazy dream. And, and then it just, and then it just happened, you know, it, 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 and that is why I, 
My aim is to travel around this country to tell the story, to, to share with, with our youth and other South Africans not only just the story of inspiration and this incredible journey, but to share with people Nelson Mandela's story that he was a prisoner for so long, mm. you know, be, albeit a political prisoner, he was in jail. And for him to come out and be a prisoner, firstly, I mean, to come out and be a president, we've never heard about this ever in our lives no. before. And for me, what it inspired me to do was to, when then I realized my own dream, you know, which was just a dream that became reality. Now, there's some synchronicity there. And I want to travel around South Africa and the world sharing with people how you can actually make your dreams come true. She believed she could and so she did. I've seen that. I've seen that on social media quite often yes. lately. That saying, she That's believed exactly she could, it. and so she would. Um, your relationship with him—it—it it must have been just incredible to have conversations with him, to be around him. Can you sort of give us just a snippet of what oh, sure. that must have been like? Well, I'll—I'll I'll go through like a few different um, examples. Uh, you know, the one you know was at his home in Hunadendal where I used to deliver batches of shirts, and on this particular occasion, I was upstairs in his personal quarters. And he shared with me that he'd received a phone call from Giorgio Armani. And Giorgio Armani was actually telling him off and quite upset that he wasn't wearing his suits and that he was, you know, favoring these very sort of floral, crazy-looking shirts. And, you know, that for me was just such a feather in my cap. There was another example when I was invited to his staff Christmas party. Now, for me, that was just so precious because I felt like part of his, you know, inner family. circle. Exactly. Really and then family. I got to sit next to him at that dinner, which was um, in Cape Town at the Green Dolphin Restaurant. Wow. And to have sat next to him for an entire dinner. Um, in the company of many amazing other people and to have him speaking to me all night. And I don't even drink, but uh, trust me on that night, he filled up my glass a few times and, <laughs> you know, to discuss other political issues at the time. And it was just crazy. I mean, so we've discussed so many different things from food and nutrition to politics, to clothing, to, to really amazing, amazing things. And there was another time when I got to be at his home in Mozambique. It was actually the second last time that I saw him. Uh, when I actually presented him with a quilt, which turned out to be this incredible wall hanging that I created from all the offcuts of his shirts that I'd saved over the 10, 15 year period. And at the end of that day, um, all of us decided that there would be an opportunity for that quilt to actually be auctioned. And it went to Monaco and I got to go to Monaco with the crew and witness another dream unfold for that auction to actually realize itself. And um, this quilt sold for auction for, I think it was 360,000 euros, which was over like three, four million rand at the time, which went to all of his charities. And, you know, it was also on that day when he wrote a note to me and he said to me, Desiree Bieski, you've got a lot of talent, please use it. And I realized that, you know, the first dream was to meet him. Mm. And it turned out so bigger than that. So, so, so much. It was like big league, but... Then to have had this next dream come true where the offcuts of all his shirts got turned into this what incredible. What an amazing idea. Thank you. Thank you. Really? And you kept all of them? Yeah. And actually at the end of that day when Grasha Michelle, they, they'd, there was a letter that I had constructed that Madiba got to my friend Dan read out aloud 
to Grusha and Madiba with me sitting in the middle of them with an ottoman. And at the end of it was the story of my idea about the quilt. And Grusha stood up and she was crying. She just said to me, Desiree, this is my beautiful idea. I know, I'm finished. I'm idea. trying to hold them back. Uh, Kerry, Kerry cries quite quickly. So you've already got her on the tether. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that the story just unfolded and unfolded and unfolded. And, and so many times people would say to me, Desiree, you know, I'm sure that when Madiba dies, the story is just going to die with it. And I was like, are you crazy? No this thing way. is just going to grow forever and ever. And that's exactly what's happened. That's exactly what has happened. So, um, first off, are you still designing clothing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, where, where can we find what you do and how you do it? Okay, well, our company is presidential. We are located in Santon at, uh, Madiba, um, at the Nelson Mandela Square. And, um, so presidential is there and that's our flagship shop. Um, we're available online, uh, presidential.coza. We also have a shop at Oliver Tambo in the, um, after immigration, where all those um, duty-free stores are, and and are the are the, the designs and some of the shirts still almost like a rendition? To, Absolutely, to you know, and, and we keep doing that. But what we've also done now for for SA Fashion Week, we've taken such an out of the box approach, and we've joined forces with an Italian designer who lives in Cape Town, um, Pietro uh, Giunizzi, and he's just come up with a most spectacular range where we've pulled in all the hot and the nuts and bolts of the original creations and put it into just this up-market, totally exciting range that I think we're kind of ready this for this incredible. catwalk. And it's just going to put presidential and the whole Madiba vibe on another on another plateau. On another. And, um, all right, so we got the clothing store, which we can all go visit in Sanson City. You've written a book as well. Yes. yes. Uh, what is the book called? Mandela Shirts and Me. And really that is just Aww. a story and a history of of my journey with Nelson Mandela and it's a photographic account also of all the experiences in the different places that he's worn the shirts. Very exciting. We're going to tweet out the cover of the book in a bit uh, so that everybody can see the book and, and they can go find it online and I'm, I'm guessing it's some of the bookstores in South Africa. Um, and then you're also traveling around South Africa telling your story. Yes. Which is quite important. Yeah, That's my favorite thing. I mean that is really what I, what, what I love to do most. I'm actually more of an ambassador for the company now. Um, and I just love to go to South African companies and to different conferences and share my story and also explain what presidential is all about. And, you know, the shirts are really a way to keep living Nelson Mandela's story and his they life his and his legacy. And, but for me, it's, it's, it, you know, one way is to wear the shirts, but the other is also to live by the principles of Ubuntu. And, and, and this is what I like to, you know, explain that presidential is all about motivating the youth and mm. giving opportunities because we do all of our production in South Africa. Most of it, we still do import some, but most of our production is actually being done in Cape Town. So we're doing a lot of job opportunities, providing jobs, but also working with a local school down in Cape Town called Sonwabo Primary. And that's where also my heart and soul is to work with the kids, work with the teachers. Um, I do talks with the teachers about um, creative visualization. I'm also teaching how to, to make your dreams possible and how to make them come true. And so working with teachers, working with the students, and also we're working on a whole new idea now to do a nutritional program and grow veggie gardens at the school. So every, everything that you're mentioning is so incredibly important for both yeah. South Africa and Africa, at the, glo the, the global community. Absolutely. And, and if we could all, I, I said it at the beginning of the show, there is enough for everyone. And if we realize that there's enough for everyone and we're able to part knowledge as in vegetable gardens mm. and, 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 it can only help 
the world be a better place. Absolutely. You know, I believe it's all about building bridges and, and taking our hands up together. And, you know, rather than focusing on aspects we, we hear too much of racism and this and that, I would rather focus on, on the things that we share and the, how we can build this community back together again. Um, and, and that's for me the Mandela legacy that I wish to carry out. And you are going to carry out and you are going to go do corporate talks. And I'm excited to read your book. I'm thankful that you brought me a copy and my own shirt today. Thank Thank, Thank you. you very much. If people want to get hold of um, you, if they want to hear more about your story, if uh, is, do they go to Presidential or do you have your own platforms as well? I do. I'm, I'm on Presidential.com. It's actually um, Desiree at PresidentialShirt.com. But you can drop a line at Presidential and they will certainly forward you my information. Um, I have actually no problem even giving my phone number out online. It's 072-505-7229 because there might be people that actually would like to invite me to do talks. And then if anybody does want to come to the fashion show on Friday night in Hyde Park, um, Ticket Pro has tickets available. And other than that, please, let's just live by the principle of Ubuntu and let's unify this country. That's it, Ubuntu, humanist. Fully uh, inspired. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. I guess... Kerry and I are doing a little bit of karaoke in the studio. Listen to this. That's how we sing. Um, all right, so I flippin' love Tuesdays, and I hope that you guys too. You're, you're tuning in, you're listening. Um, we try and find really incredible stories, and, and what we've just featured with Desiree is phenomenal, man. Wow. She got to spend a, a lot of time with Tata, the grandfather of South Africa, um, which is just really inspirational. We are going to put tweet her book so that you guys can see what it's all about. Um, we always get inspirational people in studio. No pressure, you two. I love the people we have. <laughs> so today we've got Virginia Funderlinder and Diane Prince in studio from a foundation that's called D-Luminance. We're going to find out a little bit about it. I don't know if I've pronounced it right. They're both squeak, they're squeaking their eyes at me as if I'm doing it wrong. It's a company that's pioneered by Diane, a young, vibrant lady who is the founder and CEO. She is a motor vehicle accident survivor who embraces her story, which she calls tragedy to triumph, in the hope to heal and help other survivors to find their voice. Welcome to the good stuff to the both of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Um, I think off the bat, right? So I understand you were in a car accident of some sort. Um, do you want to talk about what sort of happened? Yes. Um, good morning, South Africa. I'm Diane, 24 years old. Um, I was involved in a car accident last year on the 27th of April on Freedom Day. What happened was I came from work, seated at the back seat of my colleague's car. Up until today, I cannot remember what happened because I passed out on the scene. But what my colleagues who were in the car and... What the medical reports say is that our vehicle and a taxi that was overtaking collided into each other. And it was a horrific experience which left my femurs, both femurs broken, my lungs collapsed. And I was in ICU for two weeks and there was 90% chance of my legs being amputated. But today mm, I'm, mm, I'm here. Mm, mm, mm. I'm a survivor. She's a survivor. A she walked into studio. I wouldn't even known any difference. Never. Um, I can only imagine that going through something like that is incredibly traumatic. Uh, and at the same time, coming out the other side 
must make you a different person. It's an evolution. Definitely. It's very it's a profound journey because um, you learn so much and you see life through a different perspective. It's a different perspective. And at just 24 years old, mm. you decided to take that life that you've been given a second chance and dedicate it to survivors of other vehicle accidents. Yes. And that's how Deluminance was formed. Formed, yes. Okay. So you formed it with Virginia. How did Virginia come on board? Okay. Um, Virginia is Diane's mom, um, Virginia van der Linde. Um, also in the capacity as co-founder, uh, through the journey of, um, Diane's accident. Um, it was very inspirational for me as well because how a recovery process went, I didn't expect, um, deluminance to be born. She came to me, she said, um, during or after the accident, I started to write down my experiences mm. and I found that there's a lot of gaps in terms of support. After you've landed in the hospital, going to, to the police, how to claim from um, road accident funds and all of that. And it's not only me, how many other people is there? Um, she had the privilege of being in a private hospital. However, no one came to her and asked, um, do you need counseling? Is there any support back home? And to prepare for three months in a wheelchair so, and I'm not sure. being mobile for a long period of time. This is, this is the reality, right? And, and I've got to interview a lot of different people from yeah. a different facets and, and that work in different industries mm. and organizations. And the reality is that life doesn't prepare us for life. Yes. We, we go to school and they teach us about maths and science and, and biology, but they don't teach us about hospitals and plans and and other things that might fit into a different category like taxes. We don't learn about those essential things that we might need to know in life. Mm. Um, I myself know many people who have been in vehicle accidents and I can tell you that even though I know them and know of their stories, I still wouldn't know what to do or how to cope afterwards. Yes. Um, and uh, that's the, the story for Deluminance. We would like to be that supportive structure to many survivors out there, even for the families. Because for me as a family member, it was also traumatic on me because driving her from home from the first time uh, from hospital, um, seeing her going through the horrific moments, lifting her up from the bed, taking her to the bathroom, bathing her, seeing her nights crying in pain and all that. So we just want to be the voice out there to say that this is what's happening. We are here. You're not alone. But I will leave that in to talk more about that. From my side, it's just a support structure for her to guide her in terms of how to manage her organization. And what, what an incredible support structure to have. <laughs> Mom, I take my hat off to yeah. you. Thank it's, you so much. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, you spoke a little bit about the five pillars and, and the big thing that you want to focus on when it comes to, to accidents in these situations is the post-road accident. Yes. Um, that's correct. Um, when we embarked on this journey, we had to put in a lot of research, a lot of reading. Um, we inviting, that's also one of the reasons why we here. We inviting other organizations that's dealing with trauma to embark with us. Other uh, uh, organizations that deals with the road accidents to join us in this journey because we won't be able to do it alone. Looking at the, um, Department of Transport's bigger plan, how they want to curb road mm. accidents. There is a decade 2020, um, there's five pillars, and we as deluminance focus on the fifth pillar, which is the post-trauma. Um, 
for people to call in to say, this is my situation, this is what I need, and we will be able to direct them to their various organizations that is embarking with us on um, this journey. There's also World Remembrance Day. Um, it's on our calendar. It's nationally, but there's so few people that knows about it, and we would like to use this opportunity to bring it in. Um, it's the third Sunday um, of November. Every mm. year, and the luminaries would like to remember motor vehicle accident survivors, those impacted through road accidents. So incredibly important, the work that you're doing, Diane. Uh, what is your What is your hope and your goal for the the institution? Uh, my hopes and goals. Um, some of them I've already achieved because. It's only been months that this organization has been established, but we've accomplished so much. We have done road safety campaigns at schools. Um, We've formed alliances with Sun International, the Carousel, which is one of our key partners. I've been invited to Sun Flamingo in Kimberley, which I did um, motivational talks as well. And we've been part of SA Campus. We've also... uh, supported like and had motivational talks with them like teen to teen campaigns whereby we tell youngsters don't drink and drive wear it's, your seatbelts so it it comes from education right that's yes. what you want to get out there is the yes. education um if people want to follow your journey if they want to be involved with you guys if they want to be part of remembrance day where do they go to get all that information we have a facebook page which is the luminance foundation people can like our page and they can also email us on dot Deluminance at gmail.com. It's that simple. We want to follow their story. And you know what? I, I'm a form, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, uh, in education. And, and that's the change that'll, that'll create this change in our world is that if we do educate ourselves around drinking and driving, no one should be drinking and driving. It's 2016, Definitely guys. Not. We've got taxis. We've got Ubers. We've got other, um, transport systems to help you yes. get home. Wearing your seatbelts. When you climb in the car, whether it's the back front or the middle, you put your seatbelt on it's yes. so important mm-hmm. um, and I think that the only way that we'll get drivers to behave is follow the road rules. the rules of the road testing and driving is also one of sure. the major uh, keys to accidents so, so I'm going to leave you with that. that put your seatbelt on don't drink and drive don't text and drive and go visit the Facebook page I'm going to uh, put all of those uh, links up online so that everybody can get hold of them uh, our hour is up Kerry what just happened don't tell me that. It happens every week. We're here and then our hour's gone and, and we don't even know where or how what happened. Um, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central where we just get to spend really good good time yes. with everybody and our listeners, bring you good news, bring you inspiration. We're going to put all these stories, all the interviews and everything that we've done today up online on Cliff, cliffcentral.com so that you can get hold of it. But I'm going to leave you with this nugget because I do every week. You've mm-hmm. tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we're going to get through this is together. This is a long one. So I hope you're, you're in it for the long go, haul. Go, go. For what it's worth, it's never too late or too early to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Stop whenever you want. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing called life. We can make the best or the worst of it all. You've proven that, Diane. Uh, But ultimately, it's always our choice. I hope you make the best of it. And I hope you see things that shake you. I hope you feel things you never felt before. I hope you meet people with a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And I hope you constantly find happiness, whatever you do. And if you find that you're not, even just for a single second, then I hope you have the courage to start all over again.
Time is a wonderful way of showing us what really matters. And I'm wishing you only good things every step of the way. That is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Um, if you want to download any of the other podcasts or hear any of the other shows, just go to cliffcentral.com. They all live there on my page, uh, Kerry and my page, which is the good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to be posting up this in about half an hour if you've missed any of the show. Uh, have a terrific Tuesday. Thanks. Okay. And only good things. Cliffcentral.com.